0: Yeah, it's cool because he's also from this area. I'm like, I'm from Southern Ohio, so like, it's that Southern Ohio. Like, we're just two normal dudes that like, just like playing music, and I feel like we're trying to like capture the sounds of Southern Ohio that people grew up listening to almost. Cool. Like, you know, like that Scannard sound and like Pure Prairie League and like the Southern rock, but also bluegrass and also 90s. Like, Alan Every, Jackson, like John literally... Tight. Everything.
1: Bernard Glockner died in 1876. It is to recall that funeral cortege was the largest ever seen in the city.
0: This is the Local Legends Podcast.
1: Welcome back to the Local Legends Podcast. This is episode 41, and I'm in the Glockner Speakeasy with Dylan and Simon. Welcome, gentlemen. Howdy. Just uh,
0: start by telling us who you are and what you do. Um, my name is Dylan Stully I'm from Waverly. Um, I live in Chillicothe now, so about the same area. Uh, I play guitar, a little bit of banjo. The try Appalachian to, classic, bro. Yeah, make it tri- yeah. Stay true to the roots. Exactly. I mean, with this mullet, with this Pike County mud flap I've uh, mm. got going on here, you know, I got to play the banjo, or at least try to. You know Represent know I mean? Pike County, baby. So I uh, dabble in a little bit of that. I songwrite. Um, just try to get as many gigs and opportunities as I can to play music in front of people, honestly. so Good deal, bro. Uh,
2: I'm Simon Thurlman, and I'm from Portsmouth. Went to Minford. I've um, been singing and playing a long time. Dylan has kind of taken me under his wing and kind of pushed me to get out a little more, and uh, it's been fun. So we're Good kinda- deal. Honing our stuff.
1: Yeah, y'all both been playing music for a while, but just recently kind of teamed up. Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah. yeah um, we've known each other for a couple years. Um, I actually heard Simon sing at River Days the first time ever. I had no idea who he was. Um, I was there watching the pageant with an ex-girlfriend, so it wasn't like <laughs> I wasn't just there for. It. It was just, I was like a junior <laughs> in high pageants. school. Yeah, that's me. I just, just, just add like, as much context as you want, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, I was sitting at this pageant, uh, really taking it all in, and Simon sang a song. I, th- I think I was a senior but anyway he sang a song in the middle of it I don't remember what song it was but I remember looking like wow that dude is really good a couple years later I think I ran into him at a church camp or something because mm-hmm. we both kind of grew up in the church world and he sang another song um, I can't remember who does it it's that drop D song
2: it's a Lifehouse song I yeah. forget what it was though. yeah
0: and he sang that and I was with somebody and I was like man he is so so good and they were like well like make music with him, and I was like, I can't do that, like, there's no, like, so we got together, jammed a couple times, and it just wasn't the right time, it didn't feel like, I guess, just mm-hmm. kind of like...
2: A lot of stuff going on. I mean, yeah,
0: diffused out, and uh, we did our own separate things for a couple years, and actually, a couple months ago, I told my girlfriend, Riley, I was like, if Simon lived a little closer, like, we would be able to do some kind of, like, Eagles kind of tribute band or something like that <laughs> just because i feel like that's both our styles because i've kept up with them we've been friends you know yeah so uh and then like he started posting on tiktok and i was like i know this dude is gonna blow up on tiktok like there's no there's no way he won't sure enough he started like taking off on tiktok and got that platform because he's that good oh that that's
1: cool good, man that yeah when you start playing on tiktok
2: Probably about a year ago. Yeah, we yeah.
1: So you're, t- like, starting to generate a little bit of a following, yeah?
2: Yeah, the past couple months, about I had, like, one video that did pretty well, and then um, we're trying to, like, further that and kind of put some of us on there and hopefully gain like a following that
1: way yeah man you basically just like have access to an unlimited audience at that point you yeah. know a, yeah and it's, it's cool, a cool too
0: yeah it's cool because he's also from this area and like i'm from southern ohio so like it's that southern ohio like we're just two normal dudes that like just like playing music and i feel like we're trying to like capture the sounds of southern ohio that people grew up listening to almost Cool. Like, you know like that scannered sound and like Pure Prairie League and, like, the Southern Rock, but also Bluegrass and also 90s, like, Alan everything. Jackson, like, just literally tight. everything. And then when I write songs, I try to write songs, like, you know, like, that kind of have familiar references in it. Like, sure. Because I'm from Waverly, so I'll, like, talk about 23 or, you know, I the Appalachian Pipeline is what I call it. And yeah. then there's the Appalachian Highway. So, I, I don't know, just it's fun being able to almost – and I have like no following at all, but it's just, it's cool to be able to capture those like references in music, I guess, and make it sound as cool as you can get it to sound. Hmm.
2: You say you don't have a following, but you definitely had people who played last night and you said. Well,
0: like it's just, it's just this like local, like I've just been doing local things. Like I've yeah, just man. been involved in music because I love doing it. And so I played with a band from down here for a while and we did a music video and then, um, I play. I still play in this country band up in Chillicothe called Six to Noon, uh, with my buddy Puma, and you know we get to do that. Like I just want to be involved in as many like. Things dude, you don't get I a can. name Puma without like being a solid dude. You dude, know? he has a first name which I won't expose on here because I don't know if it's whatever. But <laughs> I swear, I thought his name was Puma. <laughs> Like, I was like, that's such an interesting name. He even has a tattoo of Puma. And I'm like, okay, it's got to be legit. Yeah, you no know, doubt. Like, you can't just tattoo anything on your body or whatever. Like the Puma logo? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it's on his arm, that's dude. Weird. And he told me, he like, somebody called him and he's like, yeah, this is blank. And I was like, what? <laughs> I had no idea about it. I'm not very, yeah. uh. Chester or something. <laughs> like yeah. Or like that. This is
1: Cletus. <laughs> they call him a Puma. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, guys, uh, I mean, definitely some of my favorite people that I've been on the podcast are creators, like people that that make things, have an export to, like, represent their city or do art or music or whatever, um, that, like you're saying, kind of capture just, like, what Appalachia is or where mm-hmm. you came from, your experiences. Yeah. Um, and that's, like, a really – requires a lot of courage to do that. So I commend you guys for that. People oftentimes are just afraid to even put that first – step in, like even start a profile yeah. on TikTok mm-hmm. or, um, you know, put their music out on a platform kind oh, yeah. of thing. I, uh,
0: it's tough. I, I have a couple things out. Uh, I have two EPs and then this pop single that I did. It's just like, I've just kind of taken every opportunity it, to put it out there. And I look back at some of it and I'm like, Oh my gosh, but <laughs> it's, it's hard. I sat with probably five songs for like two years yeah. that I had written and like we're pretty well recorded, and I was just like, ah, no, I'm not. Nah, I can't. No, oh, I can't do it. Like, oh, but these are so much better, and this person doesn't like you know. and I'm Sure. Like, ah, I don't know. But once I put that first one, out, I was like, okay, well, that was easier than I thought. Like, mm. it's kind of like, I have the mindset of like, if people want to listen to it, they'll kind of like. I've found my niche of like I want to listen to these people, and I think you know if it's supposed to happen, it'll they'll find me and sure you know i want to do as much as i can to give them a chance at least you know to see me or us or whatever right you know and it's kind of hard to do from it because i don't i didn't have any there's no handbook or anything like i've been lucky enough to work with some people that have been around the block a couple times and you know know how to schedule things or how to you know there's just a lot of weird things that you never think about when it comes Mm -hmm. to like scheduling gigs or even getting together for rehearsals and then you got the whole like everybody has like nobody does can do this full time especially with covid and everything you know they're not having these big shows and uh so it's just kind of it's been weird and interesting figuring it out and it's definitely had its ups and downs but um right now i definitely am on and up because there's just so much cool so many cool things that are happening that Mm. i get to be a part of and and the area is so talented, and I know that like, and the next year it's going to be crazy to ex- not expose, but expose kind of su- all the talent the Southern Ohio has. Right, right. Work together, and you're, you know, as you start working, like meeting guys like Dale and Chase, uh, you know, it's just, it's incredible to be able to work with those people and know that you all are working hard to be the best you can be to represent the community that you're from, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, it's no, just... and, and
1: definitely like where we live, there's probably been and ne- never been a better time to, to be a small town entrepreneur oh, yeah. because yeah. we have all these free, like open source platforms to do your thing, starting TikTok or oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> like an e-commerce store, like with what Doc Spartan did right. that, you know, um, they just, <laughs> it was all very DIY. There wasn't a plan for that right. kind of stuff cause... either. Uh, but yeah. uh, really, starting is the key. And so y'all are, are definitely doing that and making waves, which is cool.
0: Oh, yeah. And that's like walking into that Doc Spartan gym. Like I said, I saw him on Shark Week. I had no – or not Shark Week, <laughs> Shark Tank. Yeah, same thing. It's yeah, like, <laughs> it's whatever. It might have been – no, it was a couple weeks ago. But he I, – I couldn't believe it just walking into that place and being like, man, this is like incredible. Yeah. yeah. It was deal. like – three different businesses or something operating out of there or close by and how they, like, are help helping the community with, like, yeah. you know, being specific about who they hire and all that. It's just – it's incredible. It was just crazy listening to them and being, like, this is where I'm from. Like, this is Southern Ohio. It's yeah. not what people think it is or, like, this is what it is. Like, focus on this instead of the other stuff, you know. So it's just cool to be able to work with people and, like, being able to sit down and do this. Like, dude, I've been – I've. Saw your graphics for the past, like, what, two years, year and a half? Yeah, years. yeah, it's
1: cool to, like, finally connect.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I've never met you in person. I'm just like, man, that dude takes those pictures and just <laughs> makes them so sweet. Like,
2: who can do that around here? Nobody, like, yeah, but that's yeah. the,
0: the talent. Like, that's just that exposing the talent. There's so much. I know there is. I've worked with sure. so many people. Like, I know that there's more people out there than what I've met in the past year or two years of being back in Ohio. So, um, I lived in California for two years ish cool um Sacramento area
1: wow man so did you take away a lot away from that experience oh yeah it was
0: cool for two years but I was like it's just a weird it's so weird to be outside of the bubble that you grew up in because I've my parents have lived in the same house since I got married yeah right off 23 in between Waverly and Chillicothe and I've been spent my whole life there and then it's like I went to California just because I had a cool opportunity to come up with an internship. And then I'm in California for two years just soaking up, like, I don't even know what's going on. People are asking me if I'm from Texas because I have an accent. And I'm like, I ain't got an accent, okay? I don't know what you're hearing. Yeah, no, like you're from a different country or something. It's a culture shock completely. And you're like, it was the first time I was like, Did you have the mullet when you were out there? No, no? I didn't. (laughs) I had the float one. I had have my have hair it, about right. like Simon's right now. I was going into the... pre-mullet. Yeah. Yeah, right, yeah we'll know. get him there. We'll talk him into <laughs> one it. One of these days. I'm yeah, gonna... my mom puts my hair into a mullet, so maybe she can hook him up or something. <laughs> I don't know. It'll be cool. It's a family thing. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a culture shock for sure. And um, just knowing that not everybody thinks exactly how we do in this area. And I'm not generalizing the area or anything, but just like, it's weird to see. Like, it's they, different. It's Completely different. It's completely different. Yeah. And, like, they would make fun of me for saying baloney. Yeah. And I'd be like, baloney. And they'd be like, no, it's baloney. And I'd be like, oh, oh, so baloney. And they'd be like, no. And I'd be like, just weird stuff. Like, that. like areas are so interesting. Mm-hmm.
1: It, but it, it is cool how many people, like, when you really start to get to know people that are in the community, even here locally, are, um, I mean, like, Portsmouth is definitely pretty eclectic. Oh, it's yeah. not that idea of Appalachia that right. maybe everybody has, Right, you know, exactly. that we've just all lived here forever or have had no kind of uh, outside experience. You know, like, Bastion uh, off when he was on the podcast, um it's from Paris, you know, and lives here full time, just yeah. right down on uh, Chillicothe Street. Oh, yeah. Like uh, all, all kinds of professors and stuff. Like Shawnee State really kind of ups, uh, oh, yeah. like just the diversity of people that live here as well, which 100%. is cool. Yeah. So we have like all these like a specific talent that I wanted to talk about with you all is you're not necessarily just playing all covers like you're songwriters as well. Right. Get into a little bit about um, your process there. Kind of maybe how you how do you make the jump? Because I guess I don't have any experience in songwriting, but I imagine it's kind of intimidating going from like playing, learning this music, learning how to play the instrument to kind of putting out your own work.
2: I think like the scariest part is just knowing that like you're putting a part of yourself out there, yeah. And like I don't know, you almost feel vulnerable. Mm. But also, when it comes to
0: it's it's definitely a vulnerable thing, and you're like I said, there's uh, times like where you write those personal lyrics that you know a lot of people are going to know what you're talking about yeah. and that like but also like trying to get it to translate you're to, like, like you know
1: your mom's listening you're like oh. exactly man <laughs> dude i
0: have written so many songs and been like oh, that's well. like the one like it's have a shame to get over that this, i can't release this because you know i whatever sorry mom <laughs> uh yeah it's but you know also like i sat down one time and wrote a song about moonshine with my mom and it was yeah. just like. Cool to like be like okay, let's make up this story about if me and my brother and one of my friends were running moonshine. She's like, okay, cool, and like we sat there and wrote a song together. And <laughs> That's it's like, cool, man. It's kind of cool and interesting to see her just be like, oh, this is so silly, you know, because she's a, my dad's a pastor, my mom's the pastor's wife was my Sunday school teacher, so wow, that whole thing is like it's just it's been awesome. They're the best parents ever. They've supported me with everything I've done. Um, sorry, I'm not talking about songwriting because I got off on a ramble. <laughs> no, you're, you're good, dude. But uh, yeah, just knowing that people aren't going to know the song s- straight up, flat away. Like when you're playing in an, uh, a venue around this area, most of them are just people that probably don't care if you're there or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like they just came to show up and eat or drink and go home. But there's just kind of like, oh, okay, cool. Back. Ground noise yeah. up there or whatever it's not ever like oh we're gonna go I mean I guess a couple times like well we're gonna go out and see like my friends and family will do that but for the most part you almost have to approach it like these people don't want to hear any weird songs yeah they don't want to hear any songs that they don't know like and so being able to practice and perform your originals that's usually pretty uh you want to have them tight because you get, if you sure mess you up down. the song, like you're like, sure, oh man, I just should. told him I wrote this and I don't even know it. And I'm the king of forgetting words <laughs> to songs that I've sang a million times. So we finally have two clips to put on yeah. the mic
2: stand, though, so we can put words. Oh,
0: tight. We're rocking with one. Yeah, it's just Simon will look at me for the words and I'll be like, I'm not the guy to ask for the <laughs> words, man. Like, I don't know. Because we play these like three hours. So, like, when you play these three hour sets, you're just kind of like, Whatever song comes to my mind next, like you're kinda like trying to think what you're gonna do next. It's just it's hard for a dude with ADD to just figure that all out and I'm (laughs) way too about songwriting. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. (laughs) Exactly.
1: Yeah, so for for you guys, is it, like, uh, is it writing? Like, you are you journaling this stuff out beforehand? Are you, like, having conversations with people? you get inspired by other people's music? I'm sure it's a, a little bit of each, but, like, your best work, where do you feel like that comes from?
2: Um, I mean, I just try to, like, take what I'm feeling currently and just write about it. Mm. Um, and I have a buddy that I FaceTime all the time, so he gives me – feedback all the time so uh,
1: yeah you bounce a lot of your work off people just like early
0: yeah it's just there's been so many like I've written a lot of songs and like probably only five of them and I have more than five of them out right now I was like yeah let's do this one like you know there's always that like I made this so I'm happy with it because I wrote it and it's like it Mm -hmm. means something to me that does not mean it's going to mean anything to anyone else. Sure. If that sure. makes sense. Yeah. So um, I kind of, I haven't really co-wrote a whole lot. Um, I think it's harder. It is harder True. because, like. You don't it, know what they're wanting to, do. It, yeah. It's hard to, because first you have to pick, like, okay, well, this chord progression sounds really cool and different from, you know how many songs I've written that it's like, one time I wrote a whole song and I was like, ah oh, man, this is Blue Ain't Your Color by... Uh, Keith Urban and I was like this is that exact <laughs> just subliminally just like, like I didn't even out. did not even mean to and I got all the way done right and I was like I this is almost identical to Blue Angel Color and I was like <laughs> That's awesome. so it's so frustrating you have to find because I mean being in living in 2021 with the vast diverse um, music range I have yeah I know everybody else has that same like everybody's listened to so many things because the radio you could listen even when it was just the radio before Apple Music and iTunes yeah. and Spotify or YouTube, right. like just the radio is like diverse. Yeah, and then you start getting into the other music that isn't played on the radio, and it's just like it's hard to pick a song with a chord progression that hasn't ever been played before. Does sure, that make sense. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's even it's going to keep getting harder and harder to be a songwriter and. Um, You know, like, um, come up with original ideas, but, you know, it's just kind of bringing old sounds back and adding new sounds with them, but not being too new sound to sound, like, overproduced or whatever.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: So, and then the vulnerability of, like, co-writing, like, you gotta be like, oh, this is what happened to me, (laughs) and, like, it's really uncomfortable to talk about, so let's write a song about it. So it's, (laughs) the the best, easiest way I've found is just trying to make a storyline that makes sense right and also have it not just rhyme but like flow well yeah and it takes usually if I don't have a solid chord progression it takes forever like I might as well just stop yeah because it just is not going to happen sometimes it just doesn't happen for me sure and I go through phases of like um like I'll write like five songs in a week sometimes and then go like four weeks or five weeks without writing. Any. <laughs> <Just nothing. laughs> and I think it's partly because like I also do a little bit of production. and like, try to cool man, put those songs that like, get a rough track so I can like give them to my friends that play music and be like, Hey, learn this so we can play mm-hmm. it almost. And, uh, so I just am super ADD and get stuff done and do different stuff. And, End up usually not getting anything polished and finished because uh, it'll all come together. Yeah. I need a manager, honestly.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, talking about. I mean, <laughs> you guys are uh, your local artists. You're doing this DIY. Like, how did you? What What were your kind of first steps to start getting shows booked? Um, you know, start uh, playing where you guys play. Especially like we're living in a pretty crazy time already, mm-hmm. but talk about some of the learning experiences you had there and just getting on a stage to play for people.
2: I think everyone right now is eager to kind of start getting back into the hang of it like it was so I played one time during COVID and there was like three people there and was, they were all spaced out and it was just it was weird. Yeah. Uh, I think now that everything's kind of opening back up, we have way more opportunity to do stuff. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like I think people start getting more creative of how they have, like I started playing um, country gigs. Uh, I was in the church world and I was a worship leader for a little while. And then after that, um, I actually was a worship leader at life point church here in Portsmouth. So Uh I'm pretty familiar with the area. lived here for a little while. Um, So after I kind of transitioned out of that, I started doing nursing school and started just doing gigs on the weekends when I could schedule them because I knew around three hours worth of songs and so that's about when I started releasing music. And then to get gigs, I legitimately like would type in bars in this area and look at each bar and be like, okay, they have live music. And I would mess, I messaged every bar probably in a 150, 200 mile radius. That's tight, dude. That's, on the, Facebook, that's the grind right on there. On Instagram, I like, like and a lot of them didn't get back with me, but some of them did because, you know, they were like Chillicothe people or Waverly people that were like, we know him and okay he does music and stuff so it really is a grind and it's it can be frustrating at times because i like i said i don't know what's going on exactly like there's no like do this and this and this and you can do this um so it's like a lot of google search history of like how do you manage band how do you (laughs) schedule band um can you gig with band and? Utah, <laughs> yeah, but dude, I mean that like
1: you're you're hitting the nail on the head, and a lot of the things that people don't talk about practically. I mean, that's like how I how I started the podcast, how I got yeah. the right equipment. Like, yeah, exactly. Uh, that's how Doc Spartan started. I'm sure, like how how to make you know body scrub like that kind exactly, of stuff. Right. It's all it's all uh, it it is all trial and error. A lot of direct messages. We have the power to do all of that now, yeah. which is cool. Yeah, 100. Yeah. percent
0: And I sent like there's no glitz and glam about me. Like there's, I pull up to every gig in my Silverado, like my best cut off flannel and just like do what I can. Like I'm just trying to make music happen for three hours, like however I can. I've got like equipment and stuff like that, that I was like, okay, this works. And you know, people have helped me out buying me equipment and help just, they're like, we see that this is very difficult to do. Like let's, yeah, least, sure. Like, make you look legit or whatever because like I said I have no clue how so I've like shot my shot and sent a couple songs to like big name pop country artists and yeah. just been like hey like, is this a cool song because I spent a little bit of time writing pop country and they, nobody answered back but you gotta at least yeah you shoot your shot bro you miss 100% yeah. of the shots you don't take Wayne Gretzky <laughs> 100% <Yeah>. double quote <laughs> dude I love it <laughs>
1: But uh, as far as maybe like the production side of things, I mean, you mentioned that. I guess you have any advice or by your experience, how do you start to get into that flow? Was it difficult or just did your music background help you understand how the programs were structured? Mm. I mean, are you working in, like, Logic
0: or something? Yeah, or so I use Logic. I uh, started on GarageBand uh, nice. for production. Free and tool, Also. Awesome. Free tool. Yeah, so, Garage like, Band. you can really just get your feet wet if you want to, bro. Right? And when I started, I didn't know that you could do MIDI and, like all, that, like, all that stuff and put drums in with a keyboard and, like, bass with a keyboard. I had no clue, so I just started out recording my guitar on a mic. Right. And then, like, I'd record a cajon or whatever and then just try to make it sound cool. Didn't work for, like three years because it was just terrible and then eventually uh I got logic because I was moving out to California and I needed it yeah so when I went out there that's when I learned a lot of the ins and outs of how to produce a show or right. produce a song or produce a live song that like gets people interacted or whatever it was a it was a church program it was a worship leadership internship yeah so I look I learned a lot of a lot of ships, yeah, yeah, warship, internship, <laughs> friendship, lots of them. <laughs> so, I learned a lot about uh hooking stuff up and um doing lighting. And we set up this like 100 square foot LED board one time, like to nice. hang up. Like, I mean, it was like a very, very big church that I learned a lot from, right? Um, so I have all that knowledge, and then I come back here and I'm like, okay, I want to do country music or southern rock or rock whatever you want to call it I want to do live music and I don't know what I need I guess just a microphone and a sound system and so that's what I did I bought that and uh, got a new studio mic and just started it's just the more you do with something I'm lucky enough that I love it I'd be doing it Mm. if no music scene existed or anything like I I really think I would uh, because I just like sitting down and being able to create something that Is mine Mm, and uh, take pride right exactly and working with other people and being like hey I don't do this well and I'm just telling you that so like will you come you do that well and just um, trying to get it to translate and having relationships where I can send those things that I produce okay yeah at best to somebody that knows how to mix and master them and can get me up to radio quality that can be played anywhere on iTunes or Spotify and People listen to it and are like, hey, this doesn't sound bad. And you're like, yeah. thank you. That's what I was going for. <laughs>
1: no, I, you're on to something, though, dude, because I uh, I guess a perfect example is I, I listen to a lot of, like, what Baby Keem's doing. Like, mm-hmm. that that dude was producer first, you mm-hmm. know, producing for Black Panther, those kind of things, just started doing the vocals um, to get sound or like track ideas down right. for people we could work for. And so um, you're, you're kind of doing the same thing. You're, you're applying a sketch. You're just uh, like creating an idea that then could go on to be mixed and mastered. I think that's powerful instead of just, you know, I, I can't produce,
0: so I guess I won't make music kind of right. philosophy, right. right? It is about getting that like, it, like pretty much a bare bones version of this is what I would kind of like the song yeah. to sound like and, like, play the midi drums well enough to be like, does this sound like how you'd want it? So we can, like, woodshed it out as a band or, you know, as a duo or what whatever is happening, yeah, you know, yeah. just be able to create something that everybody can get that idea of. Like, okay, I've never heard this song before. You wrote it. Sure. So, like, the feel of it or um, how the lyrics flow or if there's going to be harmonies, it's just, yeah. it's cool. It is cool to be a part of the songwriting process of creating. It's just... Because it's a thing that not a lot of people do. Because I don't even know if they know they can do it. Right. Exactly. Damn. Well, you probably
1: didn't know if you could either before <clears throat> you yeah. all started, right? No, yeah.
0: not at all. I. It was just kind of like a, man. It would be cool to write my own songs one day and yeah, play them for people or not playing for people, playing for my mom and dad, and then yeah, be like, wow, yeah. you wrote a song. That's cool. Like, it's just always been like, I enjoy it, and the outcomes never like been terrible mm. or. Um, like I said, I was lucky to grow up with a really supportive group of people around me. Right. And, um, well, and those community
1: structures are important too. like where you guys are hitting that or what you did with life point, like that community, like built and created this kind of self-sustaining systems where right. they had production oh, vid- yeah. video. Like you see yeah. a bunch of churches getting in on that now because they know they have to reach people that are staying home, you know? Yeah.
0: And that, that was cool too. I got to work and do a couple of Christmas, um, I can't remember. Like live streams? Well, it was before COVID. Oh. So it was like um, the big, um, I can't remember what they call them. I think they call them worship experiences, Christmas experiences. Yeah. Anyway, Um, just being able to work with a group of musicians that were like, okay, let's learn a bunch of Christmas music that... a lot of people probably don't want to hear and try to make it cool. <laughs> and good. There was, like, snow coming from the ceiling. And, like, we had a bunch of snowballs one year and we are throwing them. Like, it was pretty sweet. It was fun to be a part of. Yeah. And learn, like, I learned so much of how to, like, do a show or, like, work with people or musicians or how to talk to a drummer or yeah. a bass player. Nothing that I've done has... I don't look at anything as a waste of time. Mm. Like, yes, I could be way further. There are a lot of people out there that are way further, but... I really just feel like I'm coming into my own thing and like it'll be like me and Simon are doing music together now and like everything will just fall into place and music has not ever been not fun for me sure no
1: that's the key man i mean because you don't have that longevity you can't take it far if it's not something you legitimately enjoy right there's uh there's other things you could do that would be immediately more lucrative right but i don't think uh that's the the approach to make meaningful art that uh, right. means something and then something you can endure you know oh, yeah absolutely um, and yeah even like uh the, the same thing with communities pskc has definitely been that for me and that's where like uh, things like doc Spartan started out of those genuine little communities of like-minded people yep. that, uh, wanted that had a similar vision, wanted to be stronger people, work on themselves. And in turn, you know, they built this community that created this, uh, e-commerce brand created, um, opportunity for other people like me. You know, it's where I met the Glockners. It's, uh, right. Uh, where like, I guess, uh, you met Dale and Chase and them, uh, right. last night. And now you guys have that, uh, gig scheduled this Friday, which is pretty yep. cool. Oh yeah. Um, but talking about just that, that personal development aspect of this, because I know uh, you guys, um, I, I'm interested in this for people that are entrepreneurial like you, you guys have a drive, You're, uh, you wouldn't be creating things if you didn't. So, where do you, where's that come from? How do you work on Chase and Simon? Is it, you know, meditation, what is it? Got <laughs> kind of to do. Just to get take take that, you know, make your art that 1% better because I think uh th- that's a big component of just growing in your craft is how you work on yourself kind of do.
2: I mean, I think like a lot of it comes from wanting to do something that we love yeah. full time. And so, you know, if we put 100% into it and like kind of master what we're doing I truly think that we will be able to do that
0: right yeah it's I don't know where the drive exactly come from I I really think it's just I at the core of me I love music Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy playing like ask my brother my girlfriend my dad my mom anybody like I've always sat around and just played guitar on the couch tried to play piano tried to play banjo just like I just love doing it and when I see that like when i get together with him or my buddy puma or uh, my buddy mike or anybody to make music with somebody else that really wants to make music and then i hear what it sounds like and know it can obviously get better because you know it's just this is like a raw version of like even a cover like the first couple times we did uh this song called amy we like it was kind of like oh this was cool this was i think this could be cool and now we play in like Dude, this is fun. Like this is sweet. We, <laughs> we should write a song it, yeah. like this or like something like sounds like this is just that's I think where my drive comes from cuz it's like it's cool to me that not everybody in the world can play guitar. Yeah. Not everybody in the world and I'm not saying I'm some special person or anything but like it's just interesting to me that I've somehow wanted to learn how to play guitar and then yeah, started doing yeah. it and then just meet like I said you meet different people but it's it's hard I, there's no like I wish I could say, like, I woke up and, like, thought about all the good things in life for, like, ten minutes, but I'm, like, a very get-up-five-minutes-before-I-have-to-leave kind of person. Yeah, yeah, man. So, um, there's, it's just, it, if something interesting, like, an interesting event happens in my life, like, um, I can maybe draw kind of um uh, I don't want to say the worse the situation is, like, almost, like, the easier it is to write about it. Yeah. yeah. But, um... It's how it is. I feel yeah, like it, it really is. Yeah. The best art kind of like, comes from pain, kind yeah, of, deal. Yeah, you know, yeah. like, they say, like, the best songs come from breakups or, like, whatever. Right. And, right. um, like, we've all been through breakups. Yeah. Um, so it's just kind of, like, the slower songs, almost, to me, are easier to write. And, mm. like... But that's the country in me of like, you know, like my dog's gone, my truck's gone, my lady's gone, my beer's gone. <laughs> you know, it's kind of. But I don't it's know. a very very
1: instinctual, instinctual kind of organic thing for you guys. Yeah,
0: maybe. it is. It's just kind of like if I. It, it's not. There's nothing fancy about it at all. There's mm. no. Like, I literally write. I'll, I could show you all my phone notes. Like, I have hundreds of like three line like oh this could be a song and then mm-hmm. I forget about it until like two years later I'm like oh cool maybe I'll write on that or something like it's just mm-hmm. there's nothing that puts me in the writing mood but I try to I think I fall into the writing mood and that's that could be look I don't know like yeah, I really yeah. like like I said I don't have anything figured yeah. out at all it's all like there's no glitz or glam or anything fancy about it it's just I want to do it and yeah you know being able to put myself in the position to like not help anyone out, but just be like, it It really could be, like, this easy. Yeah. Like, learn three hours. Like, I guess the the hard part is learning how to play guitar and singing. If you got that part down, yeah. pretty much do it. <laughs> like, you're just... Well, yeah, it, it it says a
1: lot, y'all, that you uh, wanted to do it, and then you took action on it, which is uh, significantly farther than the majority of people get. So, yeah, that's cool. I appreciate it. Um, And, yeah, uh, like... Dylan, I've had the pleasure of hearing your music. Awesome stuff, dude. Haven't got to hear you yet, Simon, but. Not yet. I've I been mean, looking, looking forward to it Friday, my That's man. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, t- tell us about what you guys are doing Friday. We'll so
0: up. um, I saw Dale on Shark Tank, like I said. Actually, I said Shark Week, but. Uh, and we just kind of hit each other up, both Southern Ohio boys. And um, he's like, I'm doing this buy a vet a beer night. And I was like, cool, man. That sounds awesome. And then the next message was like, do you want to play at it? And I was like, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah let's do it. <laughs> and so, um, me and Simon came down and met with them and, um, just hit like legit hit it off. Like it, I don't think anybody wouldn't hit it off with Dale. Like he's just that cool. You can tell dude. he's a genuine dude. Yeah. He just was excited about everything. So, um, Friday, November 12th, which is, um, next Friday, from us now i don't know when people see this but yeah well, I think they'll starts, catch in the beginning of the week bro so y'all if it starts at six or seven it's at six six so six until there's a whenever. facebook post somewhere with this info, yeah you know? yeah we, we will be at patties and pints uh for buy a vet a beer and uh there's ways that you can buy a vet a beer online at the doc spartan uh instagram page i think and maybe facebook mm, plug yeah um so definitely do that um it's going to be a really cool thing. I'm going to bring a band down and we're going to get funky hey, with it. it. See what we can do and, uh, have a lot of fun. I'm sure. Um, no so doubt. I'm dude. excited about it.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Me too. Tell us where you guys can, uh, where everyone can find you mm-hmm. online, uh, your platform and then where we can find you on TikTok. Simon, you got, you piqued my interest, bro. I'm oh yeah. Yes.
0: Yeah, um, so uh, you're good. Are you sure? Yeah. No, please. <laughs> um,
2: my TikTok, uh, is Simon T man music. Uh, that's, I mean the biggest platform I have and my Instagram's on there. Awesome. Uh, Simon Thurlman.
0: Yeah. I'm, uh, on everything except for, um, MySpace, I think. So yeah, everything, uh, though. Dylan Stolle, uh, you can listen to me on iTunes or Spotify or, uh, Amazon, Apple music, anything so. you can listen to music on under Dylan Stolle. Um, those are all songs that I wrote and did all the instruments on, and they all happened like at, either at my parents' house or at the place I lived at in Sliderville. No fancy studio stuff, like mm-hmm. legitimately.
1: Represent the Ville, bro. I appreciate that. Yeah. Point, dude. You know, oh yeah. Sort of the whole thing. I just stuff.
2: realized that we lived like five minutes away at one point, at one point. and now we have to drive an hour. I
0: know. Kind of hurts, but <laughs> yeah. it's cool to see where like we were then to, uh, to like we've how we come way. into yeah. our own kind of thing. But uh, yeah. Dylan Stolle that's it
1: awesome yo well hey I I really appreciate you guys uh, just filling in all the listeners and just hearing about local people doing ambitious things that's what y'all like all your aspirations are cool so come in you guys I appreciate
0: you having us on here man I'm glad I got to finally meet you
1: cheers yeah same (laughs) cheers dude thanks everybody for listening